Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. The Angels got some guys. The South Side gets a pitcher, and there's rumors swirling. Let's talk baseball. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake. Trevor in the middle and BBD behind the dish. It's brought to you by Seat Geek. Code TALKIN, T-A-L-K-I-N, gets you $20 off. $20 off your ticket. Trev, how was Thanksgiving? I haven't seen you in forever. I know. These uh, one-a-week episodes type deals, not ideal for me. I like to see you guys more often than that, but Thanksgiving was good for me. I had a small one with the immediate family. I did play some recreational baseball. And you guys know I'm pretty proud of my skill level in that. I took second place in an over-the-line tournament at my alma mater, Crespi High. Over-the-line is, um, you guys kind of know what it is. You know, you got to hit it past one guy, past the other guys a double. Similar to what we play in the warehouse. I brought along James Loney and Steve Sapp two former players and we got second place to a dad and two of his kids. <laughs> How old it was a kid? tough one. For How me. old were the kids? Uh, one was a student there at Crespi. And then there was uh, another guy who had graduated in, in 2017, I believe older dad, dad smoked me in the chest on one. It was, it was, Oh a, shit. Trev. Well, they were using one. illegal bats. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Jake, did you win anything? That's horrific news. Uh, I was in R. Houston. Do you know Trevor's been mad at me because he hasn't been seeing me enough? Yeah. So he's just been kind of like pissed off. Yeah. I I told you that. Yeah. I I hate. Well, you didn't say I've been pissy, and I just want the world to know you've been pissy. Um, I'm good. I was in H-Town, our biggest city. Uh, the good people of Houston were nice to me. Went to like a watch the World Cup game at a, a brewery type place. Guy came up to me, kind of away from his buddies, and I think he was giving like a, "Hey, nice, nice to meet you." Yeah. And then another guy, Mexican restaurant, bought me a shot of tequila. Put that down to hatch. You're huge in Houston. Huge in Houston. Uh, I was actually out to dinner with uh, Kelsey, Kelsey Winger. Nice. Case. So that was that was a good. Good time. So love the people of Houston, H-Town, Funky Town, Space City, City where the trap to Trev, you uh, have an arm cramp. Love Kelsey. Okay. Shout out. Add. Um, Add. You're, you're wondering why I'm not so upset about the second place finish, right? Yeah. I should be dead. I did. I moved on. I had it on my mind. Moved on. Guy smoked you in I, the chest with a ball? I played great. So, okay. No, uh, don't put... So you specifically went out of your way to name Loney and Sap just to throw them under the bus a couple minutes later. Great. They played okay. It's it's you have to know the game. Did they apologize to you? <laughs> Doesn't seem like it. I haven't talked to them. Uh, good. Oh, yeah. Why would you? Good. You think that dad would have talked to his kids? No. I think I think you guys should enter the tournament next year. They Put a team line. together. You get three right here. Ready? Bam, bam, bam. We're there. We're going to be at winter meetings coming up. Maybe we'll put it on there. We'll, put, we'll, we'll win the media version. We'll be yeah. passing and Rosenthal, Buster. I would hope so, guys. Wow. Well, come on. You, I, I would have hoped that you would have beat the high schoolers. Although passing, you know, sneaky, like 
Remember nice when block. he made that half court shot and everyone was like, wow, passing in his driveway during COVID? I remember. I remember really well. Okay. The Angels, mm. congrats. We're talking about you. You guys already talked about some of the Angel stuff on the last episode. I wasn't there. I was traveling for Thanksgiving. They got Hunter Renfro. Wait, which one happened first? Which one did you guys, you talked about Gio? So we've talked about Gio and Tyler Anderson signed to the rotation. Yes. Your boy. I wish there was a camera on me when I when that came, <laughs> when that news got announced. Yeah, the laugh I had. Oh, the la- I hate I hate it for Tyler Anderson. I hate it for Tyler Anderson. My goodness, Tyler Anderson is the type of pitcher the Angels can't make successful, like Heaney, and then he goes to the Dodgers and they make him successful, and the Angels are like, okay, come back now. They, they taught you real well. It's like sending your kid to college to learn how to run the farm. Then he comes back and you're like, now run the farm. They taught you, right? It's like, well, you are going to ruin this so bad. He had really good notes. Yeah. From the Dodgers. Yeah. Uh, so that's such an angel bad. signing. I feel I, bad. I, Anderson uh, should have, I disagree. You know, the Dodgers got you going and you should have went somewhere else. But I, the, the geo news, I haven't wrapped my head around this. He's slotted in at short. He's not going to play short for them. What did you guys say about this? Trev? He could play short. He could play first. He could play third. I mean, there's you want good ball players is what we said. He's a good ball player, and, and you can put him at multiple positions. He can't play short, but... I like the good ball player theory. That's kind of where we landed because the rest of their lineup you could talk yourself into except a shortstop that I think they're going to get a shortstop, and Gio will be their utility. I kind of wanted him in a utility role for the Yankees yeah. going into last season. I think if he's their util man, plus your insurance for Rendon, who now has gotten hurt every year, I think that's a great role for Gio. Starting every day shortstop, as much as I love Gio, I said no to that. Well, coming so, off their, uh, after a season where they played a, a no-bat, all-glove shortstop all year, basically, and now to have a no-glove, all-bat shortstop, which is what Gio becomes at shortstop. I love Gio Rochelle a lot, and I... I don't agree with his defensive metrics at third. I think he is better than those metrics say, and they uh, kind of like do him dirty. We saw him play short. It's it was one of the more limited mobility shortstops I'd seen uh, in MLB level. He can't move. Any given day, sure, one day, but yeah, yeah. I think I think he can plug and play him there, but he's better suited at the corners. I, I want to go back to Tyler Anderson and. I think that your official take was you don't like the deal. I think it's good. We can't we can't complain about the Angels and their starting pitching, and then when they go sign someone, they'd be mad at it. I think you know Tyler Anderson did learn some things with the Dodgers. They told they you know they do they did what they do. They teach you what you do well and put you in a position to succeed. I think he can take that over to the Angels and have you know a solid uh, contract with them. I think that's exactly what they need. It's a one-year deal. Although they're very lefty-heavy. No, no, no. What's how long was it? Three years. Three thirty-nine. Three thirty-nine. I hope Tyler Anderson's awesome. I fear he's not going to be. This is like when Chris Bryant signed with the Rockies, and I was like, "What? Why would you do that yourself?" A couple hundred mil left. Go rocks. Um. They did bring in our guy, Trev's guy, Hunter Renfro, who, how about a little tour on his career, huh? Yeah. Hunter, man, that's, that's one of the ones. Plays to be traded. And, and Trev, I don't, I don't know, coming from the Brewers, so we have to talk about that side about it a little bit too, but 
Uh, Hunter Renfro ends up on the Angels. They needed a corner outfield when, when you were looking at the lineup. They were two spots short. They were corner outfielder short uh, and kind of a shortstop short. And now uh, we, we kind of covered that. But Hunter Renfro comes in, and he's going to be Hunter Renfro. He's going to hit in the middle of that lineup. He's going to play decent corner outfield defense. He's going to hit with some power. And, uh, I, I mean, basically a salary dump for the Brewers, which is tough. Um, but this wasn't so similar. Uh, you know, we saw Teoscar traded. And I, I think there was more hubbub around that. Like, Hunt, the gap between Hunter Renfro and Teoscar Hernandez isn't that far off. Really? I think, I mean. I, I, I'm, that's a genuine, really. I think of them differently then. I think, I think Teoscar, I mean, the numbers... I'd have to put in front of me, but I think Teoscar is a better offensive weapon than Hunter is. Uh, although Hunter's no slouch, we talk about this all the time. You got a guy with an 800 OPS. OPS, go look around the league. There's not too many of them, and he's been able to do that, uh, you know, throughout his career. Last year, 29 homers, 72 RBIs. He's a solid, solid player. They're going to slot him in right field, which means Taylor Ward moves over to left field, and like, kind of like that outfield. I kind of like the lineup. Like I, you know. I know the Angels gave us something to dream upon the first five weeks of the season, but like they could reel me in again with a couple moves, a couple more moves. I like what they've done. They've struck early. We kind of talk about that with GMs and teams during the winter. I like when teams go first, uh, and they've done what they wanted to do, and I don't think they're done. How about that? If if Re- Renfro is better defensively, I like watching under Renfro play defense, then they are similar. Tasker's got him offensively, I think, in every slash line and, and, and numbers. But, but yeah, I don't think of them in that way. Yeah, uh, I wasn't. I I just didn't. But and they're I, both free agents after next year. They're uh, just so. they're different styles. I mean, yeah, te, different styles te, to get Teoscar, to the same value. Tay Oscar's, you know, a two eighty two hitter, violent swing. While Renfro, when he runs into one, he really runs into him. He's you know sixty homers. He's out homered uh, Tay Oscar the last two seasons. But yeah, his I defense, thought Renfro was a huge splits guy. At one point, is that not the case? Um, I'd have to look into it further. I don't. And, and I don't know off the top of my head, but um, at least last year's OPS was about 50 points higher versus lefties. Not not crazy. And hey, I, I think it it deserves to be said, man. Hunter Renfro, the past four years, Milwaukee, Boston, Tampa, and San Diego. Uh, three of those four seasons, or the three full seasons, he's had 29 plus homers. And think about how many guys, if they switch to another league, we kind of give them that excuse or out like, well, new league, they're seeing new pitching. The fact that he has that, that, that he's done that in different divisions, um, I, I don't know. I, Hunter Renfro, I, I don't know if underrated is the right phrase. I don't know if properly rated. But, you know, for what he did in Milwaukee's lineup last year without a ton of help around him, um, I, I don't know. I like it for the Angels. You know what you get. You're getting one year of Hunter Renfro. Um, and instead of having to bid in that thin free agency uh, outfield market, you know what you're getting. So I, I, I like the move for the Halos. And is Ohapi going to be the catcher? So the, the Angels right now, they have him sk- like slotted in there. You got three new faces in the starting nine? This I know Ohapi happened last trade deadline and he made his debut, but they have him slotted in as number one right now. So that's a that's difference, and you got a pitcher. So the Angels have done the most so far, like the most different. And they have two of arguably the two best players in the league on their team. Like they have Mike Trout and Shohei Otani at least for half a season. We'll see what they do with Shohei. Jake, how's your uh, 
How's your crypto doing right now? Really well, actually. Doing really, uh, well? really well. So that's my crypto okay. and my NFTs are very up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have a reason I asked you. Okay. okay. That's awesome, man. Yeah. A lot of people. No, it's big. Yeah. It's big for me. If you're Listen. wondering why the Brewers traded, you think anyone's wondering that? Or were you going to talk crypto, Trev? I was just going to make a point here. Okay. I'm buying a little bit of Angel stock oh, right now. Okay. I am. It's early. I, I think they're I very undervalued right now. They're looked upon pretty poorly throughout the league. I'm buying a little bit of it right now. Just remember that. I mean, that's... There's one thing they can do to rope me in, and it would be sign one of the big shortstops. And last time we talked, Trev, you poo-pooed that. Um, but that's what's missing from their lineup, and that would give them a good lineup. And I know Angel starting pitching is the running bar joke, but their starting pitching was actually decent last year. And if Tyler Anderson can be a good mm-hmm. version of Tyler Anderson, there's stuff for the Halos. But they've got two teams in front of them. I told you the model they got to copy if they want to do it. Be the Phillies. Finish third place. Get some more high-end talent. But they uh, they got a lot of ways to go to be there. They call him Perry the Pirate. Go go do it, Perry. They do. They do call him that. They do. I believe the Brewers have a lot of outfield prospects. Budding prospects. Which is uh, an area of strength in their minor leagues. So that is why they can afford to just... Trade Renfro. You got Yelly in one corner. You know, we this new kind of contacty version of Yelly. Uh, Garrett Mitchell came up last year, one of their bigger prospects. It looks like he's going to get the, the center field gig. And then, yeah, I mean, Tyrone Taylor has had moments. Um, but, yeah, it's I, – Their I don't know. top five organizational prospects, three of them are outfielders. Like that. Awesome. Three of them are center fielders that can, or have played center. Rank these names. Joey Weimer. Mm. Sal Frelick. Yes. Or Jackson Churio. Mm-hmm. All three. Okay. Those guys are a couple moons away. That's that's my only concern there. Um, and, yeah, it's just uh, it feels like, I don't know, man. I want to see what the Brewers do. I hope they surprise me. But didn't it feel like we were in like a Brewers little window for a year and a half there? That it was like this high-end pitching and, you know, we kept saying, do one more move, do one more move. And it feels like we're drifting further away from that, which is, I hate that for my crew. You kind of hit it on the head there. I mean, I still think they're in the window. I don't know. Like, they still have the high-end pitching there. I know they had to. I know they traded Hader away, but they still have the starters, and you still have Williams in the back end. Like that's the window when you have well, no one's affordable pitching like they have. Well, that's the thing. I mean, St. Louis it kind of came for them, and they caught them, and they're really well. That's well, the same thing. They they got to chase them or be. But I guess that's them. what I'm saying. I think other NL Central teams are going to make. I think the Cubs are going to be players uh, this off season that the early sign for the Brewers, when you're trading away Hunter Renfro and you just trade away Josh Hader, who were probably, I don't know, at, at the trade deadline last year, those were two of your top six players that I, I don't trading, know. Trading Renfro to me is a very Brewers move. I mean, he's got one more year left before he's a free agent. He's coming off a decent year. You're going to get some controllable prospects, you know, for him. That's what the Red Sox said too. And they really missed Hunter Renfro last year. So I think, the I Brewers- think that's, I don't mind the move for them. I do want to see them do more. I still think they're in the window. I don't want to see them trade one of those guys, one of the one of the starters. I don't. 
if that if that happens, then I'll be with you. I'm I'm guessing the Brewers look at it as uh, this last year of Renfro's easy spot to reallocate some payroll because he's due for a real real salary this year. I guess they're almost reverse angels, right? Like the Brewers with a couple small strategic moves, it's easy to buy in because you know who they are as an organization. The Angels, you kind of need some like whoa splashy big moves to be like okay i'll i'll drink some of the kool-aid well they also have the astros and the mariners and the rangers i don't, are I don't know if i agree like, with that i, think I don't think they need buying, a big you say you're buying all the crypt, I don't. ranger crypto trev is that what you said ranger hmm? crypto are you said you buying your name and your next son ranger crypto ploof no oh oh crypto Harry. ranger but you did say Harry you coin. shaved your downstairs this morning you did this weekend oh I believe your exact words were, I manscaped my bush because it was looking like Clevenger down there. Mm. I, I manscaped. I put the little uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, or uh, the old Ronaldo triangle down the there. The old Ronaldo. It's never too early to play holiday music, Trev. I know you're doing that. You got the kids. You're cleaning holiday season. And Trevor Plouffe is gonna shave around his wiener and balls just to play. Hey! Manscaped, if you go to manscaped.com slash talking, you will get free shipping and 20% off with their Platinum Package 4.0. You know you get the lawnmower. You get the body wash, the ultimate premium two-in-one shampoo and conditioner, some deodorant for you, need that. Get anyone in the holiday spirit with this and the 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com slash talking manscaped.com slash talking 20% off and free shipping shave your downstairs area pretty simple the clevenger goes to south side you think he's going to show up clean cut first question about the tray uh the signing Ooh, no be a, be a power move I, I think he i think he dives into it even more like that's that's his stick man like yeah he wants to be like our generations like mark fidrich like he wants to be kind of like off the reservation a little bit i think i think things are getting crazier before we will get a clean shaved like 35 year old mike clevenger okay but i i think we're a few moons away from that oh a yankee mike clev oh <laughs> uh, the yankees i mean I, that's that's not fair to him he'd expose i don't know man well he's got to pass a physical last update said and then he will earn over $8 million in guaranteed money from the Chicago White Sox. The most interesting part about this deal to me that I read on MLB Trade Rumors, written by Maury Aram. Aram? So thanks, Maury. Is that Pollock, our good friend, had an $8 million option and he did not take it. And the White Sox thought he was going to take that, which left them $8 million of money available. So in a way, if you're a White Sox fan, you're going to say this is found money. Now you can always spend found money differently so you can still not like this if you don't like it. But that's kind of a fun little money uh, back and forth. And why'd Pollock opt out? He just won out? Wouldn't you? I think he thinks he's going to get more money. I think he had a five. I think he... I think it was a $3 million loss in the deal. So he said no to the $8 million, but he had a $5 million buyout. So he's like, I'm going to get more than $3 million on my next contract. So I guess it makes sense. AJ Pollock. I forget I dreamed up the perfect team for him. 
he was going to go platoon with Jack Peterson yeah. and the Giants. Giants. Oh, so love I'm, that. I'm announcing that. Um, I'm surprised by this number a little bit, and we'll see. We still don't have the incentives yet, which I think this is going to be incentive-laden because if you're Mike Clevenger taking a one-year contract and signing very early on in free agency, I'd assume there's a lot of incentives to this that we don't know. And, and, and the, only, the other thing that's thrown me off is Noah Syndergaard, who, who was coming back from Tommy John. Remember, he pitched in those two games for the Mets, and then he got the qualifying offer, uh, and then he declined it, and then he got one year, 21 and a half or whatever. I, I don't know. I didn't watch Mike Clevenger this year. I know his velo was down. I, I know his strikeouts were down and, you know, all the bad things. But this was his first year back that you'd assume that that's going to be coming back more and more. That I, I don't know. I guess the gap in my head right now between Noah Syndergaard, one year, 21 and a half. That was an outlier. I mean, I was defawed the new White Sox manager's name when I saw that Syndergaard deal. Well, it happened, and either way, if you're Clevenger, your agent knows that happened, that if you'd think that there's a team that can also do that. And, you know, it, it's not like, you know, Noah Syndergaard got traded for last year. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. So like I, but it was just a crazy that, number. That's where the off. Noah Syndergaard and this current, the current information we have on Clevenger doesn't, doesn't overlap enough yet. I think Clev's got a lot of injury concern and I think the Syndergaard contract is an outlier so it's not one to be compared against because that was a wild what the Angels did I agree with Jake like we're gonna have to see the actual details of this it's probably like a mutual option for a second year so they'll be a guaranteed for next year something like that well probably innings pitch or game started incentives like it might be one of those for you know if you get 10 games started you get this many, and then for every, if you get to 15, you get this, and then every sure. start after 15, you get money. I love those deals. That's where I, w- like I wouldn't be shocked if this could, like, double, if this could get to the 16 range with a 20-22 start season. If it it's, does, I like that way of getting to that number instead of just guaranteed. Right. But he also, he already came back. This is different. Like, Syndergaard hadn't even come back right. yet. Yeah, and I think uh, the White Sox are also banked on the fact, like, yes, he came back last year from Tommy John. There has been many examples of guys coming back right away from Tommy John, not having their velo, not being kind of like stretched out properly, give him a complete off season, you know, let him get his legs under him. And we could see the velo back up in spring training. I think it's a no brainer signing for the White Sox who still have like an incredible projected rotation. And I'm still going to be buying into them as well. The angels and the White Sox are like the cookies I'm trying to avoid. Every once in a while, I just, I'll sneak one in. Mm. You take a bite. Mm. They're not good for me. Well, if they make you happy. They you do know. make me happy. So, I love the White Sox. And you know what I think about with Clev? He's like, he's like such a colorful dude. Do you think he thought like White Sox, black, like is a great backdrop for all my colors? I feel like he did ooh, think about that. You think he'll pop a little more. Yeah. Okay. But tie-dye is coming to Chicago. Just be ready for that. Back in his old division, maybe he likes that about it too. Little a little ale central can get you get you great done travel. Right. Oh, um, and I, for me, I like the I like the role for Clevenger. Like I I think we could have been talking about a lesser team that was trying to like make Clevenger their two or three starter this year, and we'd be like, all right, yeah. I mean, maybe all the things we just said, like maybe a second year following Tommy John, and he'll tap back in because Mike Clevenger was really good. Um. But for him, being the four or five with Cease, Lynn, Giolito, and Kopech, you know, 
hey, get out there and twirl it. Like, make sure your arm is feeling good, and let's get you built up for that next contract for you. And White Sox fans are saying for the end of the season for them. So I, I, I think he's landed in a really good spot. Um, so I, I don't know. I, maybe just two over the top, Jakey Optimist, and let's see the rest of the numbers. But it, it feels like a good fit for him. I, I want to see the rest of the contract pretty bad. On the on the White Sox, like the reports that people have out there are that payroll probably isn't going up. We can debate the merits of that direction as a team, but given those constraints as a high-end potential move where he can end up, I like that. Yeah, they said they're not it. going higher than what they were last year. So it's like 180, 185. 190. Which makes the... The Pollock trade, like, maybe, like, this is how they were going to get pitching. I have no idea. So who else is out there for this money? We don't know yeah. yet. Especially with the upside. This is, like, the perfect yeah. deal of... And they've turned pitchers around. I mean, Guido yeah. was good. It's the perfect, like, he gets to go to a team that's going to be competitive. And in a division, like, you know, the Guardians are at the top of that division, but I I don't think it's the door shut. So like a competitive team and he doesn't have so much relying on him. Like you said, he's going to be in the back of the rotation, kind of getting his feet under him again. I think it's, I think it's a perfect spot for him. So the White Sox rotation is now Cease, Lynn, Giolito, Clev, and Kopech. How many of those five guys have had Cy Young votes? Mm. All but Kopech? Kopech make any out last year? I don't know. Clevenger's had Cy Young votes. I thought he did in 2020. I don't see it. No, you know what? Know what it was? There was one year he had good odds. Like he was uh, when we did one of the favorites. When we did our uh, DraftKings, he was one of the favorites. I think it was like. He's going like, into 2021 uh, before he got hurt. So, yeah, he didn't get I mean, votes. dude, he's, ha- he's had a really good run here. I mean, 2018, 200 innings at a 302. It's legit. That is legit. Take out his rookie year every year besides this one where he comes back. It's an ERA plus above 140. It's elite. Well, you're elite. Yeah, you're I elite. You're elite, Jake. Have a good year. Even if the White Sox stink, get traded at the deadline and then get go, go get paid. Paid, paid. Go to the Yankees. We want to see what you really look like. <laughs> and the Padres replaced Clev with Julio Terra. Oh, fuck. How do you say it? It's been yeah. a while since I've said this. Tehran? 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 Braves fans are going to be so mad right now because this yeah. is a name I used to yeah. butcher all the time. And then I figured it out, and then I haven't really talked about him in a while. Tehran? Tehran. Tehran, okay. Julio Tehran? Tehran, yeah. He's got a Y in there. I don't know. There's a Y? In the pronunciation. Oh. I think, yeah, Tehran. Well, he's on the Padres now. Minor league deal. He was good for a little. Remember that? He was really young when he came up. I mean, he's got 20 career war in the bank. That's like, what, three Trevor Plouffe's? Um, that, yeah, I mean, he was up at 20. He's <laughs> 31 years it's old. Tehran, like I said. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, you're all over it. 
And you were all over him, one for three with a walk against him. Oh, oh. bring that weak shit. Probably in when here. he was really good too. Although someone was, told me that I'm being too cocky lately, I need to hum- humble myself. Yeah. So, oh, okay. you know, he's a really good pitcher. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't got to humble yourself. Those high school kids did it. Oof. The dad. The dad. He was good. You know, but but also another reason why I'm not I'm not so upset is because my dad, my brother, and I used to go run through that tournament. So it was like almost like. I like this. It's a oh, it's a moment. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you have your dad and your brother play instead of bringing two major? Leaders? My brother couldn't come up, and my dad uh, his back not feeling good. So I I had to put together this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't let's just. I mean, Teddy okay. wasn't available. Hmm? Teddy wasn't available. Oh, dude! I'll show you guys this game. It's dangerous. Okay. Have uh, Have you and your dad ever talked about Roman? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You you know, you pull your dad aside and say, you want a better sex life? I got him some for Father's Day. Yep. Because Roman is here to help, Trev. It's the digital health clinic for men, addressing a variety of sexual health needs. That's a good sentence to tell your dad. Address a variety of sexual health needs and offering genuine medication that helps achieve and maintain a strong erection. It's a good goal. Roman offers their discreet wipes that help you last four times longer in bed. Holy smokes. They've got the the tea support. We've talked about that before. And best part of Roman, Trev, there's no waiting rooms and no hassle. It's straightforward digital experience from the comfort of your home. So how about this? To learn more about how you can achieve your personal sex health goals, mm, go to row.co slash talkin'. You'll get 20% off your entire first order. That's ro.co slash talking, ro.co slash talking. That'll what be your really goals. Nice. My sexual health goals? Uh, keep it 100. Mm, I think you've messed up already. I like it. Hard D in the middle of there. 100. Yeah, I hope so. Oh, boy. Uh, the H-U- Pirates did their thing. N-N-I-D. The Pirates did their thing where they make trades that no one or signings that no one would ever uh, care or talk about if we were three weeks later into the offseason. Mm. They get they get them early to get the headlines because if if these things happen after winter meetings, after like, you know, the first starting pitcher for shortstop goes, they don't even... You maybe mentioned it on the know. outro. People don't know. Yeah. So they, they got Carlos Santana, which is a bummer because I like Carlos Santana. He was great for the Mariners mm. and like a like a, a leadership pickup and a fun guy. Obviously, the Mariners have first baseman, but Pirates did this last year with the catcher, Roberto Perez, and we were like, what? Why? I think they gave him $7 million or something like that. And we we're like, why are you still doing that game? It's just like, don't sniff around us. We spend money. I think this is this is where they're at in this this rebuild. Like they're bringing in veteran guys. They need to have obviously form a major league baseball team. They bring in the veterans. I like his veteran presence a lot. Play the part and then give the veteran presence role. And I think Santana is a good one for that. You're right. You just made me really like this pickup. And can I tell you why else you can tie that in? Hmm. O'Neill Cruz, man. O'Neill Cruz, 24. He's this worldly, like, baseball freak that we haven't seen before. 
Also a DR guy like Carlos Santana. If Carlos Santana, if he's bad at baseball this year, which, by the way, he had 100 OPS plus last year. He's a guy that's supposed to get better from the shift going away. Like, if Carlos Santana can sprinkle some of that MLB, like, you want to have a 12-year MLB career, this is what you got to do, kid, and sprinkle that on O'Neill Cruz, it's money well spent. Yep. They also traded Kevin Newman. Oh. And after the 2019 season, Kevin Newman was, like, being talked about. We were, like, he was, like, he had a good year, like, a really good year, full season of a good year. Was he a rookie that year? I know, and then he had a tough 2020 I think he had a decent year last year. They traded him to the Reds, so in division trade. And the Reds flipped Farmer to the Twins. Mm. My Twins, yeah. Yeah, 2019, Newman had a 110 OPS plus, 800 OPS in 130 games last year, about league average. It was a one-for-one trade with the Reds for a pitcher. Dowry, is that how you pronounce it? Dory? Dowry Moretta. Mm. Dowry Moretta! a cool name. Wow. Yeah. Now pitching for the Pirates, Dowry Moretta. Mm. Looks like he was a reliever last year. So the Pirates are making moves. Again, moves that I don't think I'd talk about Mm. if it was three weeks later from now. No, this is talking baseball, bro. Of course we're talking. We're always talking. They also traded G-Man Choi. They waved Hoy Park. Was he the big yeah, picked piece up by of the Red the Clay Sox, Holmes? correct? Yeah, the Red Sox picked him up. Was he the big piece for the Clay Holmes trade, or was it a different guy? There's two guys, There's right? There's two. It was him and Diego Castillo, not the reliever, the the utility guy. But I think he's a young kid, real prospect. He's in, he's in AAA. He played a little bit in the show last year. Um, hey, that top of your Pirates lineup, O'Neal Cruz, Sure. Brian Reynolds, absolutely. Key Brian Hayes, yep. Cabron. G-Man, when he's out there and healthy, he's he's been a threat. He's been hitting cleanup for the Rays. And then Carlos Santana, little Jack Sawinski. Ooh. You're buying in Crypto it. Pirates. <laughs> Are you buying some pirate coins? I'm not. Um, Man, that Clay Holmes trade looks bad. Where are you going to buy it? There's no exchanges left. I yeah. don't know what crypto is. <laughs> Turns out it was a lie. <laughs> What's next on the docket, boys? The Pirates. The Pirates fans are pissed. You don't right have now. more? Jake's uncle's livid. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell a story about the Pirates? Yes. Yes. Oh, and the Reds. I might have told uh, this story Aristides Aquino from the Reds is uh, he's a dragon now. Oh, uh, I had a teacher in my high school. His name was Mr. Bloom, Charlie Bloom. That's a great name, Chuck Bloom. Sounds British. I liked him, and I want to say this right now. I was very, I was a very respectful student. Doesn't I promise like that. It. I really Facebook. was. Facebook.com, Charlie Bloom. Yeah. <laughs> He got picked on a lot by the kids. I saw a banana get thrown at him. And I'm sorry for laughing. It was really mean, but like it was a it was a interesting relationship Charlie Bloom had with the students. Anyways, he Describe goes Describe him physically. Yeah. That's big for if the kids picked on him or not. If I feel terrible or if I'm like, a normal right. sized white guy, kind of a 
just a normal guy. Like Compare normal him to a John be a little bit neurotic. What's that? What John Boy Media employee has the most similar body to Charlie Bloom? Oh, graphics guy Blake. Okay. Ooh, oh, that's okay. very normal. Oh, okay. That's a very normal body. Congrats, Blake. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Blake, your um, body's normal. <laughs> he, yeah. like, disappears from the face of the earth. He was a big guy. Charlie Bloom was a guy that was impersonated a lot at our school. Let's just say he was, like, infamous. Uh, one day, I'm in Pittsburgh. And we're playing the Pirates, and I'm warming up, and I'm down the first baseline, and all of a sudden I hear my name, and you know, like you don't always turn when you hear your name because it's could be an autograph hawk, and as soon as you make eye contact, you know, it's like it's tough. But then he goes, "It's Charlie Bloom," and sure as shit, he was in Pittsburgh, and he was an actor now, like doing like Broadway plays, and him and I had a nice little conversation in Pittsburgh, and that's my Charlie Bloom Pittsburgh Pirate story. Hell yeah. And we're, for the final 30 minutes of the episode, we're just going to play that on loop. For people that know Charlie Bloom, they'll like that story. Oh, yeah. So there's about four of you out there. On IMDb, do you think he goes by Chuck Bloom? <laughs> he might He might have a like a new name because he's an actor now. Oh, Bloom's okay. a good last name. Yeah, we got Chucky Blower. Orlando? They were mean to this guy, man. They were mean <laughs> to him. Uh, we bullied my my teacher when we were freshmen. We tried to get him to come on one of our podcasts. And he, I was going to say, is this he, one we reached out to on He JJ? declined. Yeah. He's like, nah, don't want him. Thanks for reaching out, though. Teachers are like saints, dude. Like, Oh, yeah. When you have kids in school, you start to realize just how like we need to protect them and be very nice to them. Did, this, did Charlie Bloom, did he have white hair? No, no. All right. He kind of looked like graphics guy Blake a little bit. Okay. I'm not finding him on Facebook, but I, I really wanted it to be this guy. You guys want the end of episode rumor mill brought to you by DraftKings? The end of the episode rumor mill brought to you by DraftKings and a little bit Chuck Bloom. DraftKings is the official sports betting partner of the NFL. You might have seen... Uh, your boy Poppy Gordo is now eight and three, nine and three in the uh, yeah. John Boy Media League. Sorry about You're that. It. It's kind of fade season for me, baby. <laughs> you can bet five dollars on any NFL team to win their game and get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets if they do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code John Boy. Place any five dollar bet on any NFL team to win their game and get one hundred fifty dollars in free bets if they do. Only at the DraftKings Sportsbook with code John Boy. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. You got rumors? For them tales. You got rumors? Verlander talked to the Mets, Trev? What? Hell yeah, he did. Correa has had multiple multi-year deals with the Twins? I believe it. Uh, The people that are reporting that, I trust. (laughs) Cubs interested in Bellinger and Conforto? Are you gonna stop? Are you gonna stop? Stop! I don't like that voice. I don't like it. What anything you were doing right there? Okay. What other thoughts you got? Can you you read Rosenthal's latest post? All his rumors. You tell me what are good and what aren't. Because I'll tell you something. 
Heyman is Heymaning. So I have a muted, mm. obviously. Oh, my week, my my annual. Yes. My annual off-season PSA announcement. Okay. Mute John Heyman on Twitter. His articles, his appearances on MLB Network, wherever he may talk it uh, long form, tune in. I have no idea if if it's good or bad. I, I don't really see it that much. Uh, but mute him on Twitter. And for your sanity, don't react. If you see he him tweet out a rumor that the Yankees, Mets, Red Sox, Twins, Astros, Mariners, and others are interested in Verlander. Don't give that a second of your time. Mm. Well, so my you, annual I gotta be honest PSA, with you. Yeah. It's it's probably true the way you word that everyone's interested in every single player, but like obviously Of you course know. he uses escape words like showing interest or have <laughs> have thought about or are thinking about. That's that's where we're at in this off season though. You know, we can we can talk about the rumors, we can talk about, you know, the Rangers and what they're gonna have to do to sign one of the big free agents. I'll tell you what they're gonna have to do. Pay him a lot fucking more money than these other places. That's what you're going to have to do if you're the Rangers, okay? All these teams are interested in all of these players, but that doesn't mean anything. Now, Verlander talking to the Mets, of course he's going to talk to the Mets. Why wouldn't you talk to the Mets? Why wouldn't DeGrom talk to the Dodgers? Why wouldn't he talk to, you know, anywhere? The the Braves, you're going to talk to every single person that goes for Judge, being in San Francisco, all of that stuff, man. Like this is what you do and you want people like us talking about it and you want John Heyman tweeting all this re- ludicrous stuff out there. But I uh, I think that we're at the point now, and you mentioned this before the, the show, James. I think the top of the market has to go and then kind of everything else happens. And yeah. I don't know if we get there anytime soon, to be honest with you. I mean, that's kind of how these free agencies have worked the last, you know, couple of years. You well, know, I'm just BBD laughed. Just got alert from Heyman. God damn it. Verlander meeting LOD today. Verlander what? Meeting with the Dodgers. Yes. Yeah. It's a meeting. It's, that's good. It's a meeting, yeah. Love meetings. Um yeah, the the shortstop market. The starting pitching market and judge, because that's the big money market, I guess. And some of the starting pitchers and some of the shortstops correlate to the judge market. All needs to kind of happen. Or, you know, one of those doors needs to break to let some other shit flow through. If if you're a team that's like still not completely competitive, you know, we're talking about the Cubs, we're talking about the Rangers, we're talking about the Angels. I think the Angels have done this. I think you kind of have to try to strike first. You kind of have to put this, put a contract in front of these guys, a real deal contract in front of these guys early before the holidays. I think that could win you over on some guys saying, you know what? I want to get this set. I like the money. I know where I'm going to be. I don't mind the location. Let's go do it. Like I think that's one way that these kind of I'll say middle tier teams can go steal some of these free agents. Uh, but if they don't do that, then these, the top spenders and the teams that are at the top and, and are contenders, they can wait because they know guys want to play for them. And that's, that's the truth of free agency. That's how the pirates get Santana. 
I mean, I think Perry's smart and and striking early. We say that every year, man. Go go do that. Go get go get what you want early. Doesn't always work out that way, especially if you're going after like a Boris guy. He wants to hear everything. Now the market is predicting Judge is going to go back to the Yankees. I'm passing saying that a lot of people. I think it, like mentally we're all expecting it. Every now and then I go to the the San Francisco Giants like Reddit page or or some of the their fan base forums, and even them. They're not getting overtly excited, even though they did that whole visit. Like a lot of it's like, well, I don't want to be, you know, used here. Blah, blah, blah. Degrom, is it the same vibe, or is it is he going somewhere else? I think it's the same vibe. Man, I think everyone, yeah, I think everyone expects him to go back to New York, but there are suitors for him, especially like the type of deal that I think he's probably going to command, which is shorter years, higher AAV. I think there's teams that are very interested in that, but I, I still think you can't let him go if you're if you're Uncle Steve. You just can't. It's sim- it's similar to Judge in the Yankees. Like he just he belongs there. It's like you said, Trev. At this free agent pool isn't kind of getting the hype as, like, the Harper Machado year. Because it was like, oh, Harper Machado, what? Like, you're going to get these guys for 13 years? Like, they're going to go into the Hall of Fame with with your team's jersey on, basically? Judge is going to get the largest hitter per annual contract we've seen. DeGrom is probably going to break his boy Max' annual pitcher. And you've got big teams involved here. Like, we've talked about the Yankees a lot because it's like, Judger, you're talking about a whole new team. Uncle Steve in the Mets, you already know he showed he's going to throw the wallet out there. And after their year finished, like, if DeGrom does go, Texas throws a godfather offer at him, they're going to have a plan B that's going to be throwing around a ton of money. And we keep kind of ignoring the Dodgers. The the Dodgers, who, you know, did not win at all, had a lot of money come off the books, including, you know, Trey Turner, who's a free agent. They're going to make serious moves, so... Like Jim kind of alluded to, like we're waiting for the the dam to break, and that's not mentioning. I I mentioned the Rangers briefly, but supposedly they want to throw real money around. That's not mentioning the Cubs, who are supposed to get back into a paying mix. Like uh, the Sox, like we we've talked about how they need to make impact moves to get their team back in a in the right place. Like Mariners fans think they're just starting. I don't know. I I, I don't know. But the big boys are in, and I I just it's time to go, man. Carlos Santana, Pirates. Winter, Dodgers, winter meetings. Yankees, we'll be Red there. Sox, we're Twins. Gonna be there. We're going to be reporting we're live be from winter live, meetings. Uh, just follow us on, on Instagram. And every, I think we said every 33.3 minutes, yeah. we'll, break have, news. Uh, we'll break news. Jeff Passan just slipped and fell down the stairs. Oh, no. He's too athletic for that. Buster only eats donut holes. You can see that. With Ken Rosenthal. What? <laughs> Ken Rosenthal does not eat donut holes. No, not in that body. Mm-mm. I think he just Temple. like does push-ups all day long in his bedroom when he's like thinking about things. That's Jake. I think Buster only just starts like reading the Civil War and his heart rate gets elevated. And he's like, that was a hell of a workout. Uh, man, I should talk to Buster about the war. You should hit him up. We'll find him. You should... S- yeah. God, I'm sad. Yeah. I'm sad I'm not going to be there, boys. I'm excited That's to chat true. with all those people. They're very nice to us, and we like them a lot. And I like Buster because I want to talk about the war. I do the like goats. They're in the hall. 
I'm just building up my resume. Yeah, doing push-ups. Never forget spring training 2020. Try not to. Break some news this week. Let's have a breaking up. I'm going to break news at one of your meetings. Jake sucks. I'm going to just uh, announce everyone that did or did not wash their hands in the men's room. Make some enemies. Dinner. Ooh. Oh, Trevor with a $2 bill. Why is Volpe trending? 